if you would have told me about 20, 30, 40 years ago that I would be waking up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning because I wanted to that I would be living alone in a small town I would probably protest because I had so many dreams and aspirations of something much different than what my life is right now And it's not that I don't have dreams right now. But my early morning hours are so critical for me. It's very difficult for me to wake up in the morning then directly get into the shower and head right to work. I need, I've cultivated several hours in the morning for myself for my growth. And, and if I were to tell you that it's, that it's a religious thing, it really isn't. Because I know some friends who take time every day to go to um, to go to church, and that is certainly very important to them. And I know some monks will recite the divine office so certain hours of the day chant certain psalms but for me it's giving myself time in the morning and sometimes even in the evening to really open myself to to contemplate where God might be dwelling And I came across, and so I've, I've been rereading Henry Nowen's Genesee Diary. And it's interesting because apparently I've read it. <laughs> and I don't remember reading part of it, even though I've highlighted so much of it. And... Henry Nowen had an admiration for Thomas Merton, which I do as well. And he was talking about his death, but also his life, and how he seemed to be a paradox. But it also kind of is a good thing because it opens us up to that mystery 
So Nowen writes, Merton indeed made his own life available to us to help them find their own and not his way. In this, in this sense, he, he is, or he was and still is a true minister. And here's the part that gets me. Creating the free space where others can enter and discover God's voice in their lives. So, even though some people will toss away religious practices because they are too constrictive, I always wonder if they create that space in their lives outside of a specific communal religious practice so they can open up a space for God to dwell. And even if it is once a week, or even just a moment during breakfast where rather than reading the cereal box, you reflect for a few moments where God might be in your life. It's deconstructing and and pushing away all of those voices that tell you that this is what you need to be doing and this is what you should be doing and this is where you need to go. This is how you need to be. Pushing all those voices aside, all those images, and opening yourself up to God's voice. And forcing a moment or two a day, you might not hear at first. And it takes a little persistence. And it takes some intention. And so that's why I I do it in the morning, even though I don't hear God's voice every day. It doesn't mean that God isn't speaking to me in a certain way. It's that I haven't tuned myself to the right channel. I'm somehow tuning myself to something else some unmet desires for the world. And so that's why I give myself, so rather than staying up late certain hours, certain hours into the evening, I go to bed early so that I can wake myself up and give myself the gift of opening myself to God's voice. 
So see if you can make a practice each day. Start with a couple of minutes and see where that takes you and have that intention. Creating space for God to dwell.